0: So the research on exploring changing attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs in Jamaica, it's a study of socio-political, religious, and cultural influences. Now in Jamaica, there has historically been a negative perception towards African and indigenous spiritual practices, religious beliefs, customs, and faith that draw influences from urban Indian heritage or African traditions. Let me say that again. In Jamaica and the Caribbean and in many Caribbean communities, there has been historically, historically, there has been a negative perception towards African and indigenous spiritual practices. That's a premise. Religious beliefs, customs and faiths that draw influences from urban Indian heritage or African traditions. Vastafarianism, Obia, Voodoo, Pokomania or Pocket Church, revivalists and Muslim beliefs have often been marginalized, deemed as fringe, demonic and unpopular juxtaposed against the inherited traditions from European colonialism. I hope you understand this point. Now, the Judeo-Christian faith, such as Roman Catholicism, Protestantism, and Evangelicalism, the Judeo-Christian faith, such as Roman Catholicism, Protestantism, and Evangelicalism, has been favored and considered closer to the truth and the ideal. However, notice that I'm taking my time because I want you guys to delve into this. What we are, what I'm saying here. However, in the 21st century, in the 21st century, with increased exposure, awareness, critical thinking, and a more liberal lifestyle, particularly among the younger generation, it is crucial to investigate whether attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs are changing. This is important for this class because I don't believe that this class has really dealt into studies of this magnitude. We have only made assumptions, okay? We have only made assumptions, but as academics at this level, we are moving beyond assumptions and we also want to conduct our own research and our own study. And I believe that this this should be part and parcel as academics, as theologians at the Jamaica Theological Seminary. We should lead the way, we should lead the charge. So the study is aiming to explore the shifting attitudes. It makes, an, okay, the shifting attitudes of Jamaicans and the factors contributing to these changes, considering demographic variables such as age, location, group, educational levels, income status, political affiliation, denominationality, and religious beliefs. So these these are the research objectives. These are the research objectives. Uh, The main objectives of the course are as follows. main objectives of the course are as follows i know i'm taking my time because i want you guys to see understand what we're doing and where we're going and the arguments the rationale okay so the main
1: objectives
0: the main objectives of this study are as follows one or a to examine if Jamaican attitudes towards Afro Caribbean beliefs has evolved over time because I made some assumptions. I said this is what Jamaican beliefs or attitude was or were, but this is what has happened, and we are saying that is it changing or is it not changing? So we're going to examine if so the. So we wanna examine if Jamaican attitude towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs have evolved over time. Two, we want to determine if specific demographic factors, specific demographic factors influence changing attitudes, including what? What are we talking about demographics? Location, age group, educational levels, income status, political affiliations, Denominationality and religious beliefs. So, and fourthly, to investigate the potential role of sociopolitical factors, religious influence, influences, education, pop culture, pop culture, popular culture, travel experiences, and exposure. Ex- no, that word exposure, especially, I did. So I researched with a previous Caribbean thought class and I asked the question about their exposure. Where do they get most of their, or how much time do they spend on local media as against foreign media? The majority of the class, or 90, or 90 majority of the class spends spend most of their screen time watching foreign media. Okay, and of course we talk about penetration and the openness. Okay, foreign movies, the HBO, the CNN, so on and so forth. As against, so exposure, not only that, um, familial travels, familial travels, the brain drain. A lot of you have family who live, who travel the US, and you guys travel a lot as well. Exposure, so exposure and exposure in shaping attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs. D, in terms of, we're still on research objectives. D, to explore perceptions, to explore perceptions of African religious practices as cultic or occult And their impact on attitudes. Now, say for example, I think I did mention at the last class, some people some even go as far as to say that Jehovah's Witnesses are cultic. What is a cult? A cult of Christianity. Sorry, a cult of Christianity. We talk about a cult. It must be differentiated between the occult. Okay, the occult as against a cult a cult is something that claims to be what it is not so to speak but who said it is not the community that they claim to be part of the people within the community say no you are not in other words an a cult is uh they say for example they say that jehovah's witnesses or even roman catholic even when people go as far some jamaicans go as far I have to say Roman Catholics, Jehovah's Witnesses, Church of Latter-day Saints, um, so on and so forth. They said they're a cult of Christianity because they claim to be Christians, but they do not accept or embrace what orthodox, the word orthodox is important. Not, I mean, I talk, we're not talking about the Greek Orthodox, the Greek Orthodox Church. What orthodox, the authority, the authority. Of Christianity, the essence they don't what they say. They say that they have not accepted the essential tenets of the Christian faith. That is what separates a cult of Christianity and those that are Orthodox Christianity. Okay, those okay. So people go as far as the Roman Catholics and Christians. They are cults because they have purgatory and life after death. And sorry, I kind of sorry purgatory, they have the apocryphal books, and some churches don't have the apocryphal books. That goes without saying. And people come up with arguments about the apocryphal books. The apocryphal books weren't inspired. Who says, oh, the church fathers didn't accept them? But which church fathers? There are some church fathers that did accept them. Okay? But it for some people, it doesn't suit the theology or the foundation or the kind of church that they are building. The kind of institution that they... T- so, in order to protect their institution, then okay, there are some books in the Bible that doesn't make sense to them. So let's so we we can't have the apocryphal books in our church because it doesn't speak to what we are speaking. We don't believe in purgatory, so that those books and th- and those books weren't inspired by God. It's, we call that circular reasoning. You start from the you start at the goal and you go back to the beginning. Anyway, but people don't accept the apocryphal books as part of the scripture. When I Say, for example, I went to JTS, of course, part, I mean, an, an evangelical school, but I was ordained by a Protestant church who, and the apocryphal books, is, was part of my, my ministerial formation, or UTCWI, as against Jamaica Theological Seminary. But anyways, that's a different issue. that We're not talking about that right now. Let's look, about, let's look at our methodology. Our methodology. Yeah. What is your methodology? One, participant selection. A diverse sample of Jamaican individuals representing different demographics, including location, talking about urban, city, and rural, and age group, 13 to 24, 25 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 54, 55 to 64, 65 and above, educational levels, income, and income status, and political affiliation, JLP or PNP, or no. Status, denominationality slash religious affiliation, Protestant, Anglican, Roman Catholic, Seventh-day Adventist, Evangelical, Revivalist, Poco, Mormon, Universal, and religious beliefs, Rastafarianism, Judaism, Satanism, notice that with Satanism, Islam, Nation of Islam, Christianity, Atheism, Deism, other will be included. In terms of our methodology, questionnaire development, a research questionnaire would be designed, which we have already designed, will be designed to collect both quantitative and qualitative. Now, what Howard was speaking of is the the qualitative aspect of the research. When you conduct research, it is good to not only have, uh, to provide, not only to do qualitative, but you also want uh, quantitative, which is yeah, qual- quantitative, true and false and so on, but you want qualitative as well. You want them to you want to, you want them to go outside of what you have given them as well. A research questionnaire will be designed to collect both qualitative and quantitative data. The questionnaire will cover the following sections. So the, 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 the questionnaire that we have in is, is two-pronged. There are people who will not, maybe, will not complete the quantitative aspects of it, um, but that's fine. We will collect as much, whatever they give us, qualitative or quantitative. We are still, it is still necessary for the research. Um, the, the questionnaire will cover the following sections. Demographics, we will gather information on gender, age, location, educational level, income status. Section two, religious affiliation, identify participants' religious beliefs, denominator nationality section three we'll look at attitudes towards afro-caribbean beliefs in in the sense that we're going to measure participants' level of agreement with statements reflecting attitudes towards afro-caribbean beliefs so i think how would i understand what you're talking about but when you go back when when you go back and look at the questions we're asking them all they have to do is say they have to say they. Um, they have to say they agree. They agree strongly They agree. They are neutral or whatever. So they're not writing. The only part you have to write it out is the bottom section, which I would, which is the quantitative. So I, and, and we're going to get to that. So I know what Howard is talking about. But the first document we sent you, we didn't put the boxes in there, so you might have been a bit confused and think you're going to write stuff out right there. No, majority of the paper is not writing out. Most of it is ticking. Whether to say you are, we provide you with some statements, and you say your agreement level. The agreement level will help to formulate quantitative analysis. Now there is another section which is the qualitative part, which you may or may not have to write, but we will ask for them to write. Some people will, and some people won't. That is fine. Okay. So, um, so section three is 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 the is, we will measure their attitudes. We will measure we will measure the participants' level of agreement with statements reflecting attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean belief. And Section 4 now is what Howard is. Section 4 now, Howard, is the additional information where you provide participants. And by the way, Rolliams did some work on it as well. And what I did, I updated it because we didn't have the boxes, um, Rolliams. So Section 4 is additional information where we provide participants an opportunity They don't have to, but we provide them with an opportunity to share their personal experience, perceptions and factors influencing their attitude towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs. Because they may say they agree with something, but they wanted to flesh it out some more. And they may do that within that in section four. Say, for example, some researchers, some participants are different than others. Me as a participant, when I complete a questionnaire, I love to write. So I want to write I want to write. Trust me, I I want to write. So, and that's great. I want to see what people are saying. Now, section five is optional information where you get optional, where you get to explore participants' political affiliation and any additional thought they may have noticed. So section four and section five. Section five is optional. Section four, they can provide additional information, but we can still conduct the study whether or not They provide, give us back the questionnaire and they don't complete section four or five, okay? All right? And then we go to sex because what we will do when we present our reporting and our analysis, okay? You will include that in your analysis, okay? In terms of how the participants answered, how many of them participated in the quantitative aspect of the study. Of the 100 people we did, 40% did all, 50% completed all of the question, 10% 10% only did, 10% did only the qualitative part or 50% only did the qualitative part another 10% only did the quantitative or whatever. You know what I mean? So we could do, we're going to do that in your analysis. Section C is data collection. Section C, the questionnaire, and by the way, some of you may have, I remember when I was at JTS, my final, I have to do a capstone project at the end of the, at the especially if you do counseling. I don't know if the theology students do that, but the counseling students did that. The counseling students had to do a social work. They had to do an independent study or a capstone project, a research. This is how you do the research. So some of you might be doing research. By the way, you can use that research. This research that we are doing, you could do it. If you are actually working on an end of report, or you might want to be doing something for your own church. Okay. Or for the police force. This is good. You could be saying, okay, I want to, because this is good. You want an understanding because it, get, it helps us to understand our attitudes towards certain classes, our behavior towards certain classes of people and so on and so forth. Um, ethical consideration. So this is a good study that you could also utilize in your own police, in the police for you can take this study and run with it. You can update it, expand it, each of you. This is for you too. This is our project. This is our lab. We control this. We are the principles of the research. Okay, we will, I will share the results with you. I will report to you the findings. Even after the class, you guys, we will still have the WhatsApp group and we will continue to share things with each other, bounce things off each other and so on and so forth. If you guys want to run with this study, this is our study. You take ownership of it. Okay? But anyway, let's continue. So the data analysis will be, now data analysis, quantitative data. Quanti- when you do data, you have quantitative and qualitative. Quantitative, in term, when we talk about the data analysis, we're talking about the quantitative data will be analyzed using statistical methods, including descriptive analysis and inferential statistics. We act, and then the, So that's the, the quantitative part of the questionnaire. Where, you, where, you, where, we, where we ask them about their, their, um, their agreement level of agreement to certain state questions that we ask, and so on and so forth. Now, the qualitative part, the writing part, so the analysis will be conducted in two prongs. The quantitative part, and then the qualitative data will undergo thematic analysis to identify recurring patterns and themes and insights. So the writing part that we give the, you on the questionnaire, there may be some recurring themes. When we plug it into to the, to the reporting tool that we am, which we are going to plug it into, there's an, an, an analysis tool, we plug it into it. And then the computer is going to flag some recurring points, some recurring themes, which will give us, and it's going to be based on thematic, thematic themes, overall thematic analysis to identify recurring, in other words, themes or statements that repeats itself, okay? And that will use to provide insights. What are our ethical considerations? The study will adhere to ethical guidelines, ensuring participant anonymity, informed consent, and voluntary participation. The collected data will be securely stored and used solely for research purposes. We're not using it to out anybody or anything, okay? We're not asking people to write their names on the research paper. We don't want any names on the research paper. It's random. So they complete it and just send it back. You give it back to the researcher, to myself. We put it together in a a quantitative and qualitative um, data analytics tool that will generate our results for us the conclusion, by examining changing attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs in Jamaica, by, again, by examining changing attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs in Jamaica, the study aims to do what? To shed light on the impact of socio-political factors Religion, education, pop culture, travel experiences, and exposure on the evolving percept and evolve. You know what evolving means? The changing, the growing perception, the growing. But evolving is not just changing, because I could have used the word change. Okay, because you can. Evolving is different. To evolve is to. To change in a particular direction. So, so I could have used the word change, but I decided to use the word evolving perception of Jamaicans, which is a better word, means changing perceptions either in the positive or the negative, changing perception upwards or downwards. So, I use the word evolving. So, by examining, Changing attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs in Jamaica, the study aims to shed light on the impact of socio-political factors, religion, education, pop culture, travel experiences, and exposure on the evolving perceptions of Jamaicans. Now, the findings will do what? It will contribute to a deeper Notice, you know, we are doing this study for what purpose? Not only will this study examine changing attitudes as it, relate, as it relates to the evolving perceptions of Jamaicans, but the study that we are doing, that we are leading, and we are the leaders of this study, we are the principals. Okay? And I will publish these findings. And my name is not the only one that will be on the, on the publication. I want every one of you to be on the publication. I am being honest. When I say something, I mean it. My job is to share what I have learned. My job is strategic. I come here, I learn, I give it back to you guys, to my country. It's all strategy, I'm okay? That's between me and you guys. So I learn, I give it back. So I, co- I learn, I go back to Jamaica Setup Shop. Yes? That is in, that's okay. By the way, I, we want to develop and we want to strengthen our research capabilities. Our research capabilities and so on, even from the at the at evangelical at an evangelical school at JTS and so on. Okay, this is how we do study. This is how we we're gonna do, we're working on a Caribbean thought and theology journal. And this is gonna be part of Caribbean Thought and Theology Journal. Written besides that, the findings will contribute to a deeper understanding of how societal changes influence cultural attitudes, cultural attitudes promoting inclusivity, tolerance, and cultural heritage preservation and cultural heritage preservation. This is good. This is a good study. Sage Journal asked me to do a, a book, a publication, to edit a publication and to give them and to and to give them a proposal that's what this is about too all of this is part of that sage journal an international publication they want me but you know to be honest i want us to do our own journal the caribbean thought and theology journal okay caribbean thought and theology journal and the findings okay but i am not sure whether we're going to publish it sage or we're going to do it for ourselves but we'll know but the, the findings will contribute to a deeper understanding of how societal changes influence cultural attitudes, promoting inclusivity, tolerance, and cultural heritage preservation. Ultimately, the research aims to do what? To encourage a more informed and respective. Notice I say, the, the, okay, ultimately, earlier I had a big debate with my twin brother, Ricardo, about abortion. About abortion. We didn't have a discussion about that as theology students, but we, we won't do that at all. My aim in this course was to zero in on this Afro Caribbean, this Afro Caribbean, and this African spirituality, because you guys get enough of theology and systematic theology from a Eurocentric perspective. Okay? We were talking about abortion, and I um, talk about the fact that. Um, And um, he is, my twin brother is against abortion. Sorry. No, he is for abortion. While I was arguing against abortion. And the argument for or against, his argument is interesting because he talked about it's the woman's body and the woman must have a right to do what she wants with her body, it speaks to the issue of free will. It speaks to the issue of free will, freedom of free will, the right to do what you do with your own body. And I said, yes, I am for freedom of expression. I am for free will. But even God, even God placed restrictions on himself. Okay. Even God placed restrictions on him. I said, there are some, say for example, the yeah, if you look at it like that, then yes. But let us push it, push it to its logical end, Ricardo.
1: The issue
0: of life is not one man's prerogative, but it is a community prerogative. We all have a responsibility to preserve and to protect life. That Okay, we have a prerogative to protect life, and so human beings. Say for example, it we have a, okay. Say for example, suicide. Don't we have a, it's, it's, we have laws against suicide. We have laws about taking your own life. Okay, let's talk about euthanasia. Euthanasia is killing someone who is near death, and so we advance it by killing them by whatever. We have laws against that. We have okay. Say for example, you are in Jamaica. You drive on the. We drive on what? The right. What do we? What side of the road we drive on again in Jamaica?
1: Left side. left. 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 The
0: side. Okay. What if I say I I want to drive on the right? I get to okay. do with okay. You put other people's life in danger. in other words. You you. you affect life. you. You affect life. So we have laws as a community. As a community, we have a responsibility to preserve and protect life. Okay? And so we have laws against anything that may endanger your life and the life of others. It's not like smoking a cigarette. It's not like smoking weed. It's not like anything like that, or gambling or whatever, it hasn't, okay, the issue of, uh, we make laws about that, okay, that is different, but when it comes on to the preservation of life, I believe it goes beyond the whims and fancy of one individual. All of us have a responsibility to protect life and to promote life and to preserve life. Now, we don't choose, we didn't choose how life come about we come into this world with okay and life happens in a certain way we have we have okay that's how it is okay a man and a woman have sex and the and 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 the woman produces of that is just how it goes and i, and I okay so i said to just as we have laws to present prevent individuals from endangering themselves and the the lives of others so as to protect and to preserve life as a community as well we have a responsibility to protect and preserve that life that was generated within the womb based on the biology of how God has intended life to start and happen right God, okay God, God is than that went which nothing greater can be conceived or imagined. That, okay? God is omnipresent. God is omnipotent. God is omniscient. He can He He can do whatever. But guess what? God places restrictions and limits on himself, we say. We say that. Everybody is free, but everybody is not free. So if we are to argue in... If we were to look at the issue in those lens, then we can understand... What? so we cannot okay we have to look people constantly make it about the woman and the woman's free will but it's not only about that it goes beyond that okay the biology of life requires that the woman bears the child the biology of life requires that the man and the woman comes together to impregnate the woman and to start life Yet it is the woman who has that responsibility. But yet still, but yet still, if the woman decides, if if the, if the man says he doesn't want to have the child and the woman have the child, the man is still responsible. But yet the woman can say, okay, I don't want to have the child, but the man does is cannot decide. That is a contradiction and a paradox, and it's quite ambiguous. Now, after having that discussion You said Oh I understand Where you are coming from I said yeah that's good I know I understand Where you are coming from too. You make a powerful point But okay But you I also wanted to Understand The other side The other side Is not just Looking at It's not just Taking away The right of the woman People's rights Or freedoms Are taken away In order for us To progress life So It goes Beyond that And you know and no, we agree to disagree, but the important thing is the research aims to, we had, we were, we had a respective dialogue surrounding abortion that allowed us to understand each other and where each other was coming from. Ultimately, so this research aims to encourage more. Just a more. So this particular research, looking at Afro-Caribbean beliefs in Jamaica, provides that possibility, provides that as well. An opportunity to, to encourage a more informed and respective dialogue surrounding Afro-Caribbean beliefs in Jamaican society. It is important for us to have this dis- this discussion. I said to you when I was younger, my mom, my I mean, I grew up in a in a in a in a kind of community that looked down on Rastas. In fact, they don't want rastas. if you come close to a rasta, they they say, they used to call rasta nasty, rasta dirty. I used to walk um, I used to visit one of my friends in Britain and there was a and 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 at the top of his block, I had to walk, to get off the taxi, and walk walk I had to pass this house, and the house was had all these um, candles and colored of stuff and burning uh, revivalists. There uh, are people or revivalist people, and I we were nervous, and they said walk fine. We used to walk. On the block, we would walk on the other side and go around and we were nervous and we looked at them weird. Okay. And even today, some in the mainline churches think that they are better than those in the other kind of, those who have more African kind of uh, experience in their church. So of course, so this is important to, um, to, to conduct this study, to find out, has that changed? For me, it has. I don't see Rastas as nasty, dirty people no more okay <laughs> i mean i used to i'm being honest okay oh, no. go ahead Chantel.
1: oh sorry sister.
0: okay right. you know anyways so the questionnaire that we have so this is the questionnaire so question one i said select you have your gender. you see the um did you guys see this are you looking at my screen guys yes sir All right, Williams. Karen Howard.
1: Sir.
0: You see the screen?
1: I I can't look down on
0: the screen. Yes, sir. I I see see your screen. I am. I am. I am. Sir, I'm I'm seeing it. I'm driving home,
1: sir. Yes. All
0: right. So Howard. Um, Okay, so your part that you're talking about, you notice, so we're doing qualitative and quantitative in one questionnaire. There's one section where they don't write out; they just tick, and the other part, and the other part is optional. So, and let me go through the questionnaire. So, William, you see the updates that we did to the questionnaire? Do you like it,
1: William? Update? No, I didn't. When did you do that today?
0: early this morning or oh no maybe if you send it
2: i have not read it as yet
0: i said no but are you seeing it on the screen now you see for sure i do i do i didn't have the boxes so to the first one yes i see it great so so this is the questionnaire part when you give out when you hand out the questionnaire to people um you can hand out the just the questionnaire part so when i send send you the questionnaire i send you the questionnaire and i also send you the rationale the proposal the essay that's for you guys just in case for you guys, if people have questions and you and so on, you can look at it and provide the answers to them. Or if they want a copy of it, you may send them the copy, but we don't want them to steal the work. But so this is the questionnaire section one demographics. We ask them to select an option by placing X in the box that best describes you. Gen- the first one is gender, male, female, other or prefer not to say. The second one age. And then they can choose which one. Then the third one is location. And if you're in a city, you can specify the city you're in. Um, educational level, primary, all age, high school, associate degree, bachelor's, master's, doctoral degree, other. And then this, the fifth income. low. Thank you so much, guys. I see you guys help me with that. Low income, middle income, or high income, um, you can choose. And, um, and uh, volumes and Chantel helped us to... Figure out what was low, middle, and high. Um, selection two, religious affiliation. You get um, specify your religious affiliation, and you can choose um, Protestant, Roman Catholic, blah 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 blah. Some of them might sound repetitive because some people I notice a lot of people don't understand. Even people that go to churches. Or a lot of people don't understand the difference between religious and denominationality. So I just combine them into one. So you might see I put Roman Protestant and I put Anglican, Methodist, Brethren, Church, etc. Um, and then you have Roman Catholic, and then under that you have evangelical, evangelical, Pentecostal brethren, seventh-day Adventist, Apostolic. And then you have revivalist or Zionist, um, Poco or Pocomania, the Mormon church, Mormons. Um, the, say for example, these are many Christians consider Orthodox Christians consider Mormons cultic, universal church of Latter-day Saints, cultic, bastafarians. Um they would, okay, that would be more uh, a religion. And now I'm learning, and you're learning that there are many different different kind of rastas. It's not just, you have different, you have different kinds of Christians or denominations. You have the same thing happen with rastas. Then, of course, Judaism. And in the, even in Judaism, you have different kind of Judaism, just so you know. That different kind of Judaism. You have the Mes- You have Messianic Jews as well. You have Orthodox Jews. You have liberal Jews. You have secular Jews, okay? So even you have different kinds of Jews. Then you have Islam and you have different Islam. You have the nation of Islam as against Islam. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I have the nation of Islam and Islam. Um, and I put Christianity, non-specific, atheist, deist, and then nature worship. You have some people who worship energy and nature. And then, of course, Hindus, Church of Scientology. Charismatic, um, some charismatic can go into evangelical, but some charismatic people don't think, believe that they are, so I separated. Greek Orthodox Church, um, the Church of Latter-day Saints and other. Okay. okay. In your exam, I may ask you um, to identify, to name, identify five churches or religious groups or whatever. I may ask you that. Um, Caribbean religion job, so on. Um, section 3, attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean. Please indicate your level of agreement with the following statements by placing the number in the box corresponding... Sir, sorry,
1: before you move, sir, we don't repeat something two times.
2: Church of huh? Latter-day Saints is Mormonism, the same church. Number 20 is the same as Mormonism. Mormon is number uh, 6.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Church of Latter Day. Six Latter-day. and twenty is
2: the same thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's the
0: same thing. Six and twenty is the same. That's fine. Um, we'll let it stay though. Okay. Yes. some, some Mormons don't. Some of the. Some of the. Some people who practice Mormonism in Jamaica don't realize. Don't don't realize that it's also part of the Church of the Latter Day Saints. Yes. Some, so we do that. I'm still gonna let that stay, because if somebody tick six, and tick. Uh, 20 for our analysis we combine some of these things so the, the analysis part some of these things are combined because um. so but what we, we will correct this part before because the, what we're going to okay fine what I'll do I'll put Mormon Mormons slash Church of Latter-day Saints so we'll correct that okay thank you for that we'll correct it section three attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs thank you for that Roliams yes uh, Please indicate your level of agreement with the following statements by placing the number in the box corresponding with your answer. Um, One, strongly agree. Two, disagree. Three, neutral. Four, agree. Five, strongly agree. So the first one is Afro-Caribbean spiritual practices have a positive influence on Jamaica culture and should be respected. You could put one, two, three, four or five. Jamaicans should embrace their Afro-Caribbean heritage and traditions towards, uh, attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs have changed positively over time. Afro-Caribbean beliefs should be given the same respect. Exposure to different cultures and beliefs has influenced my perception. Jamaican youth are more accepting. So it's a political fact, so on and so forth. So we will ask them those questions. Um, I, I think I should add some more questions to this. I should, I should also add... I'm going to add some more because I'm going to add... I'm going to include some Afro-Caribbean beliefs um, and, um, and rate the following, okay? I should add to that. But, and then you go to section four. Section four is, in your own words, describe your understanding of perception of African beliefs. In your own words, describe your understanding of perception of African beliefs, okay? You could... um. So that's additional information. We hope that they will complete that. But if they don't, that's fine. But that one you just write and you describe your, in your own words, it could be one sentence. What well, African-Caribbean beliefs is not important or something to that effect. But the thing is, you, they can whatever they write as it relates to their understanding of Afro-Caribbean beliefs. So it's an open-ended question. And we're asking them to write in their own words, their understanding or perception of Afro-Caribbean beliefs. The second one is, have you personally experienced any changes in your attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs? If yes, please explain. Hold up. Uh, I need to add. Okay, this is not finished. I just noticed that Wow, hold up! Is that how I is that how I also have the question? They they will have to write. Are there any specific events, experiences, or factors that have influenced your attitudes towards Afro-Caribbean beliefs? Um, do you believe that Afro-Caribbean beliefs should be recognized and protected as part of Jamaican cultural heritage? Please explain. So no, that part okay. That probably that's the section that um you are at, you're talking about that that part is important we just want them to write one or two sentences um I, I think that's the part that howard was alluding to but that part they can um they may have they can write it or not but we hope that they will write because that's important a qualitative aspect of the study and i know many jamaicans don't like to write their verbose if we can get them to tell us what it is and we write it in that's fine but or if they're completed, that'd be great. Um, but the thing is, I noticed that I have to put some, this questionnaire is not done. I'm, I, I'll have to update it. There's a section where they have to fill in. Question two, three, and four. Have you personally experienced any changes in your attitudes towards Afro-Cabin beliefs? They have to be yes or no, okay? If yes, please explain, and you just put one or two lines. Um, one or two lines. And I understand that some Jamaicans are not, but because the nature of the study, we have to have qualitative data as well. And, um, and we have, to, hopefully they can make, um, it's brief, we, do, we can put two or three lines for them to write. They don't have to give us anything long. They could put two words. Oh, um, my exposure to Karl Marx, that's it. Um, oh, my exposure to HBO. Um, my, that's it. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Whatever the case might be. Are there any specific events influence your attitude? Blah blah blah. So on and so forth. Um, do you believe that Afro Caribbean beliefs should be recognized and protected as part of Jamaican cultural heritage? Oh, please explain. It should be. If yes. Oh, no. It doesn't matter. This is. A, it's not that. If if they say yes or no it still requires a response please explain so we have to okay so we have to correct this so questions two three and four on the section four is missing some lines so we have to add those lines so i have to go and go back and add those lines section five is optional um is it optional political affiliation and then um is there anything else you would like us to sh- you would like to share about your attitudes or your experiences related to afro-caribbean beliefs yes or no if yes please state below and they can state that or anything that they have if anything that they have said like questions two three or four they could use that section to complete but i'm not going to do that i'm going to have to update this and add the lines so guys i'm going to have to update this questionnaire again because the lines are missing from sections two three or four and then i say thank you for taking the time to complete this questionnaire your responses will be valuable for understanding the changing attitudes towards African caribbean beliefs in Jamaica. Um, and that's, that's it. Now, there is some study notes as it relates to this questionnaire. By the way, I will have to update the questionnaire, but it doesn't matter. I am redoing this questionnaire on a type, on a Google form document that allows me send it out and for you guys to pull it and just click 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 type in and send back okay so it's um i'm you guys will get that uh and i will work on it sometime this evening tonight and we will send it out to you guys between today and tomorrow probably more than we i was hoping tonight but because i noticed that i there's one more edition i need to correct something on it you guys will have to wait for that until tomorrow before I send that out. But here are some notes for you guys. Jamaican religious traditions have rich and diverse, have a rich and diverse history, particularly within Afro-Caribbean communities. And I think I shared this last week, but um, Only Volumes was here for that class. Karen wasn't here or missed out and, um, and Howard was, be- was in a meeting. So I shared this last week, that Jamaican religious traditions have a rich and diverse history particularly within Afro-Caribbean communities, when over 750,000 African captives were brought to Jamaica from regions such as the Bight of Biafra, present-day Ghana, and West Central Africa during the late 18th century. During the late 18th century, a variety of African and African-influenced religious practices began to emerge, began to emerge. Um, we talked about Gotti Bookman earlier. He came from um, Gam- Senegal um, to Jamaica in the 1700s, early 1700s um, through slavery. And then he escaped and went to, to Haiti. And he was, um, he was one of the founders of Obia, in Jamaica, um, part, he developed Obia in Jamaica before he went to Haiti and developed Voodoo. And so one of the things we said, I mean, there must be a, a correlation between Voodoo and Haiti because when the slaves came to the Caribbean, um, some of the people who came to the Caribbean left and went to Haiti. And, and I wondered if whether the Voodoo, Obia was not fully developed. Voodoo wasn't fully developed in Jamaica. So we got a form of voodoo, uh, which was Obeah. And by the time the slaves, uh, Odoti Bokman, went to Haiti, he fully, he finished it, perfected it into the voodoo that they had in, in, into, the, into Ghana. Um, but we also learned that he was also able to read the Quran. And there were many Africans that came to, the new, to slaves who came to the Caribbean, to Jamaica, who were versed in the Quran Dottie Bookman was one of them. He was a very tall and attracting and strong, obviously educated man. Okay, the fact that he could read Quran and so on. And this started Obi, and then not only that, helped to help to spur on the Haitian Revolution. So when you study that kind of history, you can you get and when we further on, when I do, when I talk, when I read these notes, you will hear me talk about. An Af- a religion of resistance, and how African religions were not embraced or encouraged by the Europeans be- who were who colonizers, because African religions were seen as a way of exposing the slaves, making the slaves more aware, as a way of uh, was, was more seen as resistance, okay? Resistance. And so it was eschewed. It was not encouraged in a sense. Um, but anyways, but let us continue. So one of the prominent traditions is Obia. Obia, one of the prom- prominent traditions, Caribbean Afro-religious tradition uh, uh, is Obia, which serves as a system of herbal and spiritual technology used for various purposes. When, oh, sorry, um, obia practitioners, obia practitioners. Obia practitioners, which serves as assisting, sorry, obia practitioners, often referred to as readers. Call for the reader, man. Obia practitioners often referred to as readers are skilled herbalists sought after for healing, for healing physical, spiritual, and mental disorders, as well as protection, protection from malevolent or bad spiritual forces. Obia was, okay, and just so you talk about Christianity, angel of the lord and encampeth round about them that fear him so you know all religions they and and so on they have there is always this religion of protection so even the africans with their obia or the afro-caribbean with their obia obia also was a religion okay also spoke to the spoke to the issue of protection and healing okay physical healing spiritual and mental disorders as well as protection from bad spirits, from demons and devils. Yet still, many people thought that would, would refer to Obia and the reader, men and people who practice such religions, the Europeans or those who are of a Eurocentric bent. Those who are Eurocentric, they thought all the Africans, they're devilish and demons. Yet the same Africans had Obia or who, in the Caribbean. And Obia was used to, to, uh, to guard against bad spirits Obia was also historically associated with slave resistance and revolt slave resistance and revolt, Obia so uh, of course Europeans looked down on Obia of course They they came to Christianize anyways and now here we are bringing here they are bringing their Obia or African religion we are here we are inventing the caribbean okay in in a demi or half-bred european nations or states because in one sense they want you to be like them but in another sense you can never be like them that is why fanon says we are um the colonial man or post-colonial must always be aware is constantly aware of his image okay But Obia was historically associated with slave resistance and revolt with beliefs in in its practitioner's ability with its practitioner's ability to poison and dominate others through the manipulation of shadows. The manipulation of shadows. Some researchers trace the origins of Obia to the Ashanti people. So if I ask you in the exam, okay, obia obia Uh, the origins of obia some researchers trace the origins of obia to what people the ashanti people okay from where present-day ghana and their practice of obayifu and just so you know a lot of jamaicans live in ghana today a lot of jamaicans live in ghana um a lot of jamaicans live in ghana Now, another significant Jamaican religious tradition is Jamaican Revivalism, Jamaican Revivalism, also known as Pokomania. So just so you know, I have Pokomania on there and Revivalism, but um, there are some Jamaicans who will say that they practice Pokomania as against Revivalism, revivalism. so I deliberately put Revivalism and Pokomania. Now, again, another significant Jamaican. Say if I say to you, name three Jamaican religious tradition, indigenous religious tradition. Of course, we know we talk about um, Obia. Yes. Now we're talking about Jamaican revivalism. Okay. Also, not Baptist, not Church of God. Okay. Not Baptist, not Church of God. We're talking about jamaican religious tradition that is of that is indigenous to carry to jamaica and to caribbean and that is of the african influence okay also known as pokomini now this tradition is more structured than obia again if i were to ask you what is what is the difference between revivalism as against obia Revivalism sorry is more structured, is more structured than Obia, and it exhibits similarities with Haitian voodoo.
1: So isn't that quite interesting? That if I were to ask you which of these practices
0: are more similar in nature to Jamaican revivalism. Obia or Haitian
1: voodoo, what would you say? Hello?
2: Repeat the question, sir. Is it Obia R? Which of these?
0: traditions are closest to Jamaican revivalism. And that's you mean between obia and which one? Between obia and Haitian voodoo. Which is the, which of which is similar to Jamaican revival is more similar to Jamaic to Jamaica revivalism? Obia or Haitian voodoo <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, uh. So I would have to look at the one that, that, that probably burns the candles, beating, beats beat, beat the drums, Um, as the water on the table dances and marches around the table. Probably has their head wrapped up with a ruler or something or a pencil underneath. Um... Because I know for revivalism, it, it, it includes a lot of those um, elements. So
0: Okay, well, you don't have to go far. You can just listen I, to what I, I
2: yeah, uh, The thing is about Obeah and Obeah in Jamaica. You know, Obeah is a thing that people used to hide and do. So it's not like something that was out in the public that a person could just look at and say, uh, there goes a Obeah man. People used to just speculate and hear person saying, you know, this man went to an Obeah man, this woman went to an Obeah man and they are working... Ube and this person but you would have ne- you, you, you haven't seen like it's being practiced in an open space so this question would be really very difficult to answer well i from- give you the
0: an- i just gave you the answer just now i was i was trying to say to you i am i asked the question because i just said it i said another significant jamaican religious tradition is jamaican revivalism also known as pokomania right now this tradition this tradition, Jamaican revivalism, which is also known as Pokemania, oh, well, this, answer. this tradition it is more structured than Obia and it exhibits similarities with Haitian voodoo. I just oh. said that, that's why I asked. I'm saying that because it's going to be on the exam. I guess okay. that's over my answer, yeah, man. So, the answer to that question is haitian voodoo okay haitian voodoo jamaica revivalism okay exhibit um exhibit exhibit similarities with haitian voodoo just so you know that okay guys please take a note sir <laughs> sir all right jamaican revivalism also known as pokomania exhibits similarity, is more structured than Obia. It is more structured structured than Obia because, okay, what you just said just now, okay? You just said Kerem, which was perfect. Um, the, the way how, the way Obia is practiced in Jamaica, it is not practiced in a structured form. But guess what? I just said that. Do you remember? I said Jamaican revivalism, also known as Pokomania, is more structured than Obia. So Obia doesn't really have a structure per se, as you said. So you're right. Okay, But another thing about Jamaican revivalism, also known as Pocomania, it exhibits similarities with Haitian voodoo. Okay. Haitian voodoo. So a lot of, so you want to know, so you want to understand, so, so voodoo comes from our voodoo, our Obia, okay, looks, is a, is a form of Haitian voodoo, but it's not in its purest form. It is a dwarfed, it is a dwarfed version and a less developed aspect of Haitian voodoo. Because if you study the travel of Dutty buckman to Haiti, the fact that he helped to start voodoo in Jamaica, Obia, and then he went to Haiti and, and, and did voodoo, sorry, started Obia, went to Haiti and started voodoo, voodoo, the in- okay and however he left jamaica abruptly so he didn't get a chance to to finish developing voodoo so what we have was a version so by the time he get to haiti he fully completed the development of of that practice into what it was meant to be into voodoo now jamaican revivalism we say Jamaican revivalism actually resembles that of Haitian voodoo. So if I were to ask you, do we have what, what? So if I were to ask you, what tradition, is there any Jamaican tradition that is similar or exhibits similarities with Haitian voodoo over anything else? Yes, Jamaican revivalism. Go to a Jamaican revivalist church. Maybe that's what you as a homework for you guys to do a dominica i visited <laughs> okay visit a revivalist church but you <laughs> guys are you get wait karen you are laughing this is
2: exactly why we're doing this study why you laugh <laughs> <laughs> sir we, we, we know the stigma attached to next thing i go to church that church and people start spreading rumors at me Yeah.
0: okay this is exactly what i'm talking about okay how we have been so colonized In this Eurocentric tradition, to easily accept European, our European stuff and European identity over our own stuff, we have always been taught that way. And now we, but sir, sir, my
2: my teaching comes right down to the Bible, and and if for any reason at all the a, a, a person's practice of worship deviates any at all from that which the bible would have prescribed and i'm not i'm not gonna subscribe to that and um, so Karen, you have missed
0: all the classes in this course which i it's just a pity that you went you don't listen to some of the discussions what we said about the bible okay okay it's a pity that you you haven't said about the bible i, 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 I mean i may need to go back sir yes I, I, I need you because we have said we said history is a result of the varieties of human nature and circumstance. Yes. Uh-huh. We talked about Jews for Jesus and Jews not for Jesus. We talk about, um, even, you know, we talk about Jews, Jesus this, not discrediting the Gentiles, but not discrediting the Jews, but yet still formulated a religion for the Gentiles who were said to be without religion who was said to be without any God, without any hope. So he now formulates a new message to them. Kant says, we, you know, history is a result of the varieties of human nature and circumstance. And I won't get back into that because we spent a lot of time discussing this in the entire class from lecture one, lecture two. I want you to go back and listen to the lectures and I, if you go into the WhatsApp group, I sent it. We talked about the Bible and the the issue of privilege. The issue of the Bible. The Bible is the book that represents that is still represents a religion from a European perspective, dominated by a history that is riddled with privilege i have said that for us here studying caribbean theology even your okay even your when christopher columbus and the europeans came here they came here to christianize and they came here with gold i mean to find gold for the roman catholic church and for the nobles okay We have talked about that. We have talked about the issue of privilege. We have talked about the issue of Augustine and how his writings were included within the catechisms of the church. They were not seen as normative, but when they realized how it could embellish the Christian faith, because we talk about in the the, the development of Christianity, and in developing throughout the period of the world there was fierce competition between various religious groups for dominance to the point where even in christianity which was not any religious institution was given a roman identity so christianity was roman the christianity that we have today is not the christianity that we have that was practiced many years ago okay the Christianity that we that we have inherited from Christ is not the Christian, and then of course, many people have come up with their different denominations and versions of that, so that we now have a competitive and a capitalistic nature of scripture. And then people exceptional, and then we have exceptionalized it. We have exceptionalized it. Exceptionalized our position. I say to you again: history is a result of the varieties of human natures and circumstances but i won't get into that too much okay because the very same thing that you are still because we i said to you the africans had their muslims muslim book they had their religions and their book but we still accept that we talked about last week rastafarianism why the rast we're going to talk about this later on um, as we move further it, is still, it still remains the same because the, what we call the Bible today is not one book. It's diff, several diff, 66 books broken up in two different parts. In fact, one whole religion practice one part. Another religion practices another part based on their privileges and based on their, on their cultures and their goals, their natures. And their cultures, and so I, and and by the way, I put in the group, there's a lecture that we did. Um, Should God be universal? Should God be universal or is God cultural? I'm gonna ask you guys to go back and watch those. You know, we're not saying that, I'm not discrediting what you are saying, but what I'm saying to you, we are saying here, we are showing how religion come down to us from our African, Heritage and from our European heritage, but we have accepted the European over our African heritage, which affects us in many ways than one. Okay, so, so not so we in we have inherited a European heritage, and then we also utilize a scripture that we are not totally agreed on because some of us accept the apocryphal books, and some of us don't. Some of us accept the apocryphal book because it doesn't go it doesn't go in line with our understanding of our eschatology. The, the eschatology, what happens to man after he dies, or it it deviates. They say, oh, it doesn't. We don't include apocryphal books because it doesn't. It it, can, it challenges the totality of scripture because that is human beings. Man speaks from his subjective. But no, but we said no. So we take out that part that does not speak to the, un- to the scriptures as we see it in totality to make sure that it speaks to a particular goal. Okay. But guess what? We don't think like that because if we think it like that, we're going to commit heresy, or we are heretic. <laughs> okay. In fact, or we are engineered to think like that, not to challenge anything, to be simpletons so that we can be complicit in our takeover. So that we can be complicit in our colonization, so that we can be complicit, okay, in, her, in the stigmas that we apply to our own heritages and our own practices, discrediting the um, practices based on things that we have determined to be normative through our colonization, which we have either accepted as a mission as a missionary response, based in colonization, based in the crusades. But I invite you to go back. We won't delve into that too much because we delve into that last week looking at um, the scriptures and so forth. Um, One of the, and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit more, the same thing about the Bible and so on. One of the prominent traditions, so we said this over, Obia was historically associated with slave resistance. Obia was historically associated with slave resistance and revolt with beliefs in its practitioners ability to poison and dominate others through the manipulation of shadows. Some researchers trace the origins of Obia to the Ashanti people of present day Ghana and their practice of Obia. Now another significant or Oba, Obayifo. Another significant Jamaican religious tradition is Jamaican revivalism, also known as Pocomania. This tradition is more structured than Obia and exhibits similarities with Haitian voodoo. It incorporates elements of West African and Haitian religions. Again, revivalism incorporates what? Elements of what? Western African and what? Haitian religions. With various spirits venerated in the tradition being associated with specific foods and colors and music. Rituals often involve drumming and dancing trance-like states, allowing contact between worshipers and spirits for divine healing or inspiration. While the Holy Spirit is said to possess devotees in revivalist traditions, spirits of biblical figures like Jeremiah and Peter are also invoked. So they also use biblical traditions because African tradition was not void of a particular experience of the Old Testament. People talk about the African. Some people say the Africans were the original Hebrew people. The Africans were the original Hebrew people. People talk about that. We don't know. But when you start to read history, you'll see how the history has been complex. It's It's very complex when you start to really sit down and revisit history. But we can either allow people to do history for us. When you realize history is a result of the varieties of human nature and circumstances steeped in subjectivity, which which promotes a
1: particular privilege and culture over others, then you will
0: get to, okay, when you look at the interpretational issues that people have, which creates hundreds of denominations today. And religion, we have many religions because many religions come from different cultures. I know we live in the 21st century in a global, and as we stem towards globalization and a global village, a world that becomes one and domination and conquest other people through their human egos, flex their understanding and their privileges and their cultures over others in order to dominate the narrative. Now, perhaps the most well-known Jamaican religious tradition is Rastafarianism, which emerged, which emerged. Now, let's talk about Rastafarianism. The most well-known Jamaican religious tradition is Rastafarianism, which emerged during the Depression years of the 1930s. It is, a, a note, again, it started when? In the 1930s. It, it emerged in the 19. So if I were to ask you, Rastaf- the, Rastafarian, the Rastafarian, Rastafarianism emerged when? What years? The, during the Depression years of the 1930s. It is complex. It is a complex spiritual and political movement that combines Jamaican folk Christianity with pan-Africanist sentiments. Again, it combines... Spiritual and political movement, spiritual and political. Notice um, Bob Marley in Who Shot the Sheriff says, We're not Rasta. We're not, oh, we don't look to capitalism and we don't look to Marxism. Okay. We look, oh, I am Rasta. I look to Rasta. He does not look for, for okay, there's the Rasta man salvation. The Rasta man, the black man who is Rasta, who was formerly colonized and oppressed and treated as nothing. He has no religion. He has no language. He has no culture. Or if he does have anything, it is devilish and demon. And so we have to change him up. Bring him on our side. Change his thinking. Okay. Enslave him. That man now, we, that Rasta man who is now more empowered. So I don't look to the East. I don't look to the West. I don't look to the Soviets. I don't look to the Americans. I don't look to the Europeans. I look to the eye and (laughs) eye i'm not a raster just so you know i look to okay that was a powerful statement it was quite powerful he okay and that he does not look to a system that is of a babylonian system for religious value one that demeans him. He looked to something else. It is a complex spiritual-political movement. Rasta for... religious movement that combines Jamaican folk Christianity with pan african sentiments. Influenced by who? Marcus Garvey's United Negro Improvement Association. But Marcus Garvey will tell you he was not Rasta. He was of the Judeo-Christian bent. Okay? But... Part of his teachings, part of his teaching was included. Rastafarians reject British colonialism and draw again, Rastafarians reject what? British colonialism. They reject it. So if they reject British colonialism, of course, they reject also a European Christianity.
1: A European Christianity.
0: And and draw inspiration from Ethiopia. Now, if I ask you, what is so wrong about that? Now, I am not saying that when I ask you that question, I'm facilitating the course for Caribbean. I have my position on these things. When I facilitate the course, I'm facilitating the course critically so that you critically think about these things. When we talk about people's stigma, where does that stigma come from? You have given me one of the answers already. Okay. From an inherited notion about scriptures. Okay, which is made, which is made, which is made into a kind of science, which is made to have a kind of scientific appeal, authority, authority, the issue of authority, so as to solidify its position over anything else, and to give credence
1: to the particular faith.
0: That, com- that is competing for dominance with other faiths, other cultures, and other traditions. European cultures is the best culture. A culture stemming from the greco roman world. When you read the Bible, the only,
1: you don't see anything about Africa except Ethiopia. I wonder why. Or if, okay or if the bible speaks about africa they are always heathens
0: it is a complex okay so i need to understand clearly i've said a very the point i have made is very deep let's let that sink in for a little bit <laughs> When the Europeans came here, they not only were they promoting their culture, but part, okay, but but part of culture is they were also they came here to promote Christianity as if, as if they as if the people in other parts of the world don't have don't have religion. As if, people in other, as if people in part in other parts of the world don't have connection with a God that relates to them in their, based on their own cultures, based on their own context. <laughs> Bastafarians reject British colonialism
1: and draw inspiration from Ethiopia
0: the only African land mentioned in the Bible they believe Haile Selassie the 20th century emperor of Ethiopia known as the Lion of Judah to be the 225th king of Biblical Ethiopia. So Rastafarians adopted the name Rastafari, which means Prince of Tafari province, as their own. Some Rastafarians have even settled in Ethiopia, Ghana, and Zaire fulfilling the dream of a return to Africa. Rastafarians interpret the Old Testament As the history of Black people, Rastafarians interpret their theology, their theology of the Old Testament, as the history of Black people, and view themselves as successors to biblical prophets. They often speak. You talk about people talk about Black Jesus having a Black Jesus. So some people they believe in the Bible, but everything for them is black because they're trying to make it. They're trying to. That's the bring it into the so I so that the Bible speaks to them as an individual. They often speak as the present day voices of prophets like Moses. By the way, I'm making a point God is that we said earlier that God is what than that which nothing greater can be conceived or imagined. God is beyond you. You know, I am going to read, reread the introduction to a lecture that I. Sp- That I published, which I I know none of you have read it, and none of you have watched it. Maybe, maybe one or two, maybe one of you. But I'm going to reread that because it's very important that I read it. Very important. We say that God is than that which nothing greater can be. But okay, if He's greater than us, and if God is unlimited, but we are limited, and He speaks to us in our limitations. Why? Okay. You must be God. Then you are God. It's as if God cannot speak to us. In other words, when when you present to me an understanding of God, are you speaking out of your limitations? Okay, fine. We say that God is unlimited and God is beyond us. But God relates to us based on the law of thermodynamics in our own space. Based on our own limitations, and we formulate an understanding based on our own limitations of God. We don't we can see a God that speaks to us, and we said that in the last class, speak to Chantel in the way that He wants Chantel to, to understand him. We, we, God is not that great to do that. Then what that I mean, and then God goes to Rollins, and God, and guess what? God is. God knows everything. He knows how he made Roliams and the uniqueness of Roliams. And everybody must work out their own salvation. So he speaks to Roliams based on Roliam's context and who he made Roliam to be. So that the understanding that he have of God is the understanding that God provides him based on his own context and what he is going through in his own cultures and life. But then Roleam take it and then say, hey, no, this is how it should be. And then become prophet and lead the people and, and develop importance. Anyways, I mean, let me not get into trouble. Or oh, he goes to Howard and does the same thing. So now that then when all of you come back to me and say, oh, we, oh God showed up to me, to, showed up, spoke with me today, Ronaldo. Then Williams. God showed up with me today, when, um, Ronaldo. Howard. God show, spoke with me. And then I said, okay, God spoke to all of you today. What did he say to you? Oh, what is your understanding? And all of you give me three different Chantel God, Roleam God, Howard God, and and then all of a sudden, Chantel started saying, No, 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 no. He could not have said that to you. This mine is more important because I, it was inspired in a certain way. I was on the moon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> then Roleam said, No, 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 no. Mine is more important because I was XYZ. We okay, because we are so. Because human beings, I'm writing a book about privilege, power, and position. Privilege, and I'm looking at from the very foundation of life, how men, our, we have this tendency to privilege ourselves. This selfishness, the competition, the competitiveness, and the drive that we have. Turning the gospel and the faith and God into franchise. Turning, limiting him based on your own understanding and your own revelation that he gives to you, as if God can't re- reveal himself to me based on where I am in another context. We have already said, from Descartes, I think, therefore, I am. No one can know for certain anything, but one thing you can, you can know for certain is the thinking mind, that's thinking about yourself. So, okay. This is important. I know I said to people, okay, fine, let's just look at Jesus. Jesus went beyond himself. Jesus denied his deity. Jesus denied his deity, his godliness. Jesus never had to go on the cross. But that if that is what it takes for the greatest miracle, what's it for all men to, to live one, to live as one? What is the ultimate of all things? That we become one with reality, with all of our individuality. Okay. And so in order for God to bring all men to himself, he get what? He took on humanity. In order for the, the New Testament church, I want, I mean, as Christians, are we looking at that? In order for the Christians to come, okay, to become one. In order for New Testament, New Testament to join our forces with Baptists. Or to, to to realize the ultimate of all things, they may have to go outside of the they they have to step outside of something. No, they're not do that. But God did it when He came in the person of His Son Jesus Christ and he gave up His divinity and gave up His and became weak. In fact, that is the very same reason why Jews don't accept Jesus. They can't accept a Jesus that is weak. Okay. And then you go to, um, you read Plato, um, uh, um, uh, sorry, the Iliad and Homer and the Greeks, the early history and old traditions. Their Jesus, their hero was a warrior hero, Hercules. Then Sappho and D- D- Pinda, right? Oh no. Oh, I see my, my Jesus or my hero as one of love based on what was going on in their experiences. They took on a kind of hero, a kind of God that speaks to their experience. Rastafarians often speak as the present-day voices of prophets like Moses, Joshua, and Isaiah. The distinctive Rastafarian hairstyle, which is dreadlocks, symbolizes the lion's mane and the strength of the biblical figure, Samson. Rastafarians believe that African warriors also wore their hair in a similar style. The sacramental use of marijuana among Rastafarians is considered to bring divine inspiration, cure diseases and enhance strength. Let's talk about marijuana for just one second. Rastafarians in Jamaica had always said that um outside of the divine power, they have always talked about the import um marijuana is 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 um is very important as medicinal drug to curing diseases, help with mental health and, and so on and so forth. But Rastafarians and many Jamaicans are looked down upon, okay, or or some European Jamaicans. <laughs> okay. Look down upon it As Something else But now you Okay you find what's going on In um, in America today No no science come, come around And they make it illegal And, and now the, in the US them, It's big business They're making Billions of dollars Trillions of dollars Of marijuana For medicinal purposes I'm not, And I'm not talking about Street weed I'm talking about Marijuana as a drug here in the US and how it's utilized for cancer patients, people with dementia and various sicknesses, it is being used. When Rastafarians had already said that a long time ago, when Jamaicans could have, been, could have developed this into something profitable, we allow our European religion, which was also a strategy, to make us into obedient simpletons, to make us obey and to limit the competition. Then they turn around, baptize it into science, and know it's great. And they're making money off it. In the United States, Vastafarianism is widely associated with its reggae music, which carries the rhythm and message of the tradition. Reggae lyrics often express social protest and the longing to return to the biblical Ethiopia. Vastafarianism, through its Cultural expressions and resistance to Eurocentric Jamaican and American cultures affirms African identity and served as a form of protest even today. Even today. And I will uh, stop there. And you know what? I have to, I have to, there's a lecture that I think I sent this lecture to you guys. And I'm gonna copy it. Oh no, I sent it to you guys already. And I also I also have it as an essay in the neoliberal.com. You guys don't follow my stuff, man. The neoliberal.com. Support Caribbean and Caribbean people's businesses and stuff. Okay, support Jamaican stuff. Some Jamaican businesses. Support watch you are even in this class and you don't even watch this amazing video which got over ten thousand views. That meant it's trending all over the world a lecture that i gave in to this class and you guys i don't even know what's going on this class it's called I, a lecture that i gave it says caribbean theology should theology transcend culture is god universal this was from last week's class you know this is from last week's class is everybody in the class i think forward where is karen here i'm still here sir karen Here on left, sir. Okay, I was going to read it just for him, because um read this. Are you seeing my screen? Yes, sir. Yes,
2: sir.
0: What are you seeing? Part of it. Are you seeing Caribbean theology to theology transcend culture? No. Okay, let me stop, share then. Is God universal? Yes, I see part of it. All right, I'm going to share it in a second. Oh, Karen is not here. Why did Karen leave? What's going on? Chantelle, can you call Karen for me? What's going on? He asked the question okay, and I I responded to the question that he's asking. I mean, it's a deep response. I wonder if he understands the point I'm making.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I, I don't understand. This is exactly what's going on. Um, this, is not, this is part of the issue. Uh, a particular class like this is a critical class that speaks to deep issues and he's not, and he leaves the class. i just, I'm not understanding what's going on. I am, I am easy, but I'm not that easy. I take exceptions to students who come to my class and leave when they want to. I say something in the class and they can't answer the question because they're not following. I take exception to that.
1: He has not submitted one paper.
0: I feel disrespected as this professor and and this particular class. I will not, I don't fail students. I do not like to fail students. I've never failed a student except one in my entire years of teaching, which every day I talk about it. I hate it so badly. But I do not, I do not, I'm telling you, i am easy but i'm not that easy i'm jamaican okay sorry
1: sir it says you it you will, it will, it will lock back in because his phone was there shut up or something like that
0: i would i want the students to take this class seriously
2: easier sir 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 i do take the class seriously my device died uh, my laptop broke two weeks ago. So I'm, no, I'm
0: lashing out right now. It's not just for today. I just do not think that you guys have taken this course seriously. I'm being honest. I have written stuff, submitted it to you guys. You guys don't. Fine, you guys can't come. I deliberately don't have class. and say, okay, go and send you readings and stuff to do. Because I understand you guys, you know, I, un- I said to my, one of my friends today men are different when it comes down to academia and stuff. So I try to tailor make the class to give you as much latitude, and even that is not working. Sir, we read them, you know. I read, I read what you send and I submit my papers. I wrote and submitted this lecture, which I was, this was a powerful lecture on Caribbean theology. Should Theology Transcend Culture? I published it in several journal articles. It's in the Gleaner as well. It's in the Jacobin magazines as well. And some of you don't have access to it. So I published it in my own website because many Jamaican and Caribbean people don't have access to the Jacobins. So I published it in um, the Neoliberal journals at theneoliberal.com and ronaldocmackenzie.com. And, and also it's on YouTube and the podcast. It's a powerful lecture. I said, if God is universal, can we contend for a theology of God that transcends culture? Again, if God is universal, can we contend for a theology of God that's universal that transcends culture? How, and, and if you und- that that was del- that that topic we discussed this, was it last week or week before? If God is universal, can we contend for a theology of God that transcends culture? No, if I, I mean, that could be an, an exam question. I mean, and I, you know, I don't know how many of you watch the video and listen to it, but this is from the, this is from what I did. I, the lecture that we did, I went back and summarized the whole thing and, and I sent it to you guys to make it available. I have been working.
2: Mm-hmm. Sir, I sent you two private messages. Can you respond to me? I'm back in the, in the message, please. let
0: um, so what we will do, all you guys, so I want what is it that you sent me?
1: Mackenzie?
2: Sir.
0: Yes, what were you saying?
2: I sent you to I sent you to um direct messages. Can you respond back to them directly to me, please? Back in the, oh, back in the chat.
0: Okay, okay. Um I'll respond shortly. For my students it's cheaper. Okay. Okay, sir.
1: thanks. For my students, it's
0: just anyways. There is one final consideration based on Teron's question earlier. Last week we discussed this at length, and I shared a. I'm going to send the, a copy of the, um, let me share the screen. I'm going to share my screen because I want you guys, there is a very powerful lecture that we did last week, which I really want you guys to get into. Why can't I share my screen? I just don't understand. Um, I have too many things open. Uh, let me try sharing it again. I'm going to share this. Um it's actually available in the let's go to the Uh here we go
1: now this is not the one one of the central themes uh, should uh hold on uh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here. What is?
0: Question. Um, Impose a reality of God. One of the central themes, blah, blah, blah. Human drives and the search for truth. I don't like this. I'm, okay, let me go to it. I'm going to read something, but I thought I, I did. I have something on the a critical examination of theology and culture but I don't like it. I prefer this version that I have here. This version is much better. All right, so now I can share. I have a lot of stuff opened up. That's the problem. Uh, I'm gonna share this screen.
1: Where is the video?
0: Caribbean, ah, here we go. Caribbean theology. Share. Okay, great. Um, this is this was a t- three-hour lecture from last, I think, from this class, I think, from your class, but I summarized it and I said that uh, if God is universal, can we contend for a theology of God that transcends culture? However, Kant said that history is a result of the varieties of human natures and circumstances, and throughout history. Man has imposed an idea of God that caters to his privileges, privileges, context, and goals. This is important. Listen to this. Muta, Muta Baruka. Muta Baruka said that God is a human creation. Meaning what? That the way we understand God is the way humans have determined that we see God. Again, Muthabarukah said that God is a human creation. Meaning what? When somebody says something, you say, what do you mean by that? Meaning, the way we understand God is the way humans have determined that we see God. Stroking human egos, yet, yet, Paul Tillich, Paul Tillich, Paul Tillich declared that God is what? God is man's ultimate concern and possesses that internal drive which predisposes him to a reality of God, to a reality of God that is deep, which has always escaped him so that he live so that we live our lives pursuing the existence of God through worship faith or some transcendental experience, transcendental experience that is beyond us this is important just as human drives human, the id, the ego and the superego, just as human drives the id, the ego, and the superego speaking psychologically. Notice how Caribbean theology, and I'm your professor, so I'm a student of liberal arts and liberal studies. Liberal arts lifts, speaks to issues or lifts up things that or speaks to issues of ethics and human values, and in more ways than one, is interdisciplinary. So a lot of my studies have been interdisciplinary philosophy, sociology, economics, psychology, so on as interdisciplinary. So so part of my understanding is provides an interdisciplinary approach to Caribbean theology. So I said, just as based on Paul Tillich's declaration of God being man's ultimate concern, possessing that internal drive which predisposes him to a reality of God that is deep, which, which has always escaped him, so that he, we now live our lives pursuing the existence of God through worship, faith, or some transcendental experience. Just as human drives, human drives the id, the ego, or the superego ego using psychology, Sigmund Freud, just as human drives, lead him or her to contend with the truth of his own existence, Within what? Multiple realities of time and space, which extends beyond the world. He or she, human, we find ourselves in the outer space, in outer space, outside of space, outer space. Now, human beings are always working to discover something. Human beings, we are always working to discover something, something beyond ourselves either within or without, and find themselves traveling as far as to the moon in hopes of finding truth that extends from the limitations of life on earth or within his personal domains. Yet Descartes philosophizes that. Descartes philosophizes that what we know for certain is not beyond the subjective, is not beyond the subjective. Nevertheless, man has imposed, nevertheless, although man knows that, he imposes a reality of God that is universal and objective in the hopes of advancing a life that places him or her above the rest. Let that sink in.
1: Again, let me, let me
0: say that again. Descartes philosophizes that what we know for certain, for certain, is not beyond the subjective. I think, therefore, I am. Nevertheless, I am saying this. Nevertheless, while we know that, man has still want, gone ahead to impose a reality of God that is universal and objective in the hopes of doing what? Advancing a life that places him or her above the rest.
1: Colonization.
0: We say that life is about people and how they relate. Yet, life is what people make of it and how human tendencies to promote self has created dynamics coached in the universal creation of a God that exceptionalizes his personal experiences and cultures and go as far as to discredit others and perspectives of God that compete with his position and place in life. That's a mouthful, that's a lot, and that is deep. Again, yet, we say that life is about what? Life is about what? People and how they relate. Yet, life is what people make of it and human tendencies to promote self has created dynamics, dynamics, the dynamics of life, how we relate, positions and so on, and spaces, blah, 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 coached, placed in the universal creation of a God that exceptionalizes his personal experiences and cultures and go as far as to discredit, to discredit, and to deny other ideas and perspectives of God that compete with his position and place in life. To challenge the Bible but was to challenge the king and his position and vice versa. Now, this has led to the, con- to the conquests and crusades. This has led to conquests and crusades and the destruction of cultures, the destruction of cultures, where some with a westernized theology of God
1: Created a new world. In the eyes of their perspectives.
0: The Europeans went to Africa and the Caribbean to spread religion in the name of a God. A particular way of life. And to take away the prospects of others which they justify in that faith. In that same faith they have come to promote. Discrediting those who have found God for themselves. Walter Rodney wrote how Europe underdeveloped Africa, yet Europeans justify their efforts based in a theology that is exceptional and one that promotes their cultures and ways over others. Was it not Balfour in Cromer, that said in English parliament in the 1600s that England knows what is best for Egypt and that if anything good came out of Egypt, it is a result of the English who brought religion to Africa as if what the Egyptians and Africans had were primitive or devilish. So we speed forward to today and question how our theology comes from a legacy that creates a way of life that limits any plausible resistance to domination and control for such was the strategy that led to the takeover. Using a religion from a particular space that creates obedience or obedience to a law steeped in a conspiracy that ensures willing companions who are easily controlled
1: But Caribbean theology
0: critically re-examines the history of a theology that is devoid of our legacies
1: outside of European experiences.
0: In the lecture that I'm referencing last week, discussions in Caribbean theology, the students using Caribbean theologians such as Lewin Williams, Reverend Garnet Roper, and others critically examined the top down theology that has created these dynamics in life that has led to the position of man in the global south as against the global north and race. As we began, one student began to share about his practice of theology as a Jamaican police educator who teaches at the police academy on ethics, Howard. We asked, is there an ethics that is based in a religion from below or above? This is an interaction paper that I wrote interacting with the lecture. So you see how I delve into it? Further, Howard shares it's challenging so we don't have the script i saw the video on facebook i
2: i started to listen but the script i didn't have it.
0: you don't have it um it's no, available on no, cinema no. but when you were the, speaking about oh, this,
2: i was saying where to find it
0: the video is in the description of the video
2: well it's on facebook i read it and listen to it
0: oh if you listen to it on facebook no you won't get it you have to go to the um to the actual recording and read the entire but i am going to make this available in the in the, in the neoliberal commentary i thought i'd send it to you i'd copy and paste it and send it to you but if you go to youtube right now i'm reading from youtube my my computer was corrupted and everything that i wrote was f- pertaining to this disappeared but guess what thank god i had inserted it into the description of YouTube and it's available. You go to the YouTube to the very lecture on YouTube. It's all available there. You just click on show more and it's right there. I'm reading from it. Okay. But oh, I'm going to make you. it available in LinkedIn tonight in the neoliberal commentary and also in the neoliberal post and the neoliberal journals. I, okay. Um, because I think I have it, but the way how I title it is different. Because when I, I just went to the neoliberal.com and I was reading it and it, it looked a little bit different from from what I have here, so I will do another version of this. Um, But um, uh, as we begin, one student asks to share about his practice of theology at the Jamaican police. We ask, is there an ethics that is based in a religion from below or above? Further, he shares his challenge in developing his theology within the cultural realities and experiences of Caribbean. We consider how Caribbean peoples themselves find suspicious Any indigenous theology stemming from their own African legacy, which is largely seen as fringe, but promotes the colonizer's faith as normative. Another student discusses how he struggles with his own theology outside of a biblical understanding that we have accepted as ideal due to either a brainwashing of the exclusivity of scriptures, which continues to promote one reality over another, where man continues to stroke his egos over and over others. This was indeed a powerful session of theology at Jamaica Theological Seminary. The end. And um, what
1: I will do is, you guys are saying that you guys don't have this. So this is what I will do. Control C.
0: stop the video and we are done okay so that it is for class today we will definitely meet again on Thursday I will update the questionnaire and send it out to you guys you guys can do it online you have to do we're not going to do the paper for forget that okay don't do the questionnaire yet we're going to do it on paper format for you guys to we'll so for you can click, it. click, click, click and then one or two section we have
3: But
0: uh, what were your what are your thoughts? based on more than
3: fixed
0: for a lot of information, a lot of good
3: information
0: the mind. I'm impressed but